welcome to the Love, Sex and Freedom podcast. This is where you're going to discover how to bring awakening into the body and into everyday life through powerful tantric teachings. Get ready to release, open and step into your true power. Pain and pleasure are always in the flow of life and kind of a, a common theme that comes up with a lot of people is that they don't want to feel pain. Pain's okay, like things are going to happen that are hurtful, things are going to happen that disappoint you, that create frustration and anger. That's like part of being human, especially if you're in a relationship. <laughs> and so is pleasure. Pleasure's always in the flow of life. So we, we have this beautiful river of life or ocean of life and it's alive. And, you know, what if, what if the ocean was always just flat? What if brooks were never bubbling? What if the butterfly didn't enter the cocoon? Would it be so beautiful, right? So pain doesn't equal suffering. Pleasure doesn't equal suffering. And, you, you, you know, you might think, oh, I don't think pleasure equals suffering, but trust me. Pleasure is the root of a lot of suffering because it's like, it's, be it's nice to feel pleasure. And then it's like, we're feeling it. And it's like, oh, we attach to it. We want more of that. And then pain, it's like, oh, what's this contraction, this tension? I want to get away from it. So what if we could just be with the pleasure as an expansion of the pleasure and the joy that we already are? And so we know that if it goes away, we're okay, we're safe. Right? And what if we could be with the pain in a way that we're in the body with the pain? We're not processing the pain mentally and trying to work it out and trying to fix it or, or control it. So living Tantra is it's, it's about living in a state of embodied meditation, really. And in the West... It's like meditation is so often taught as a mental exercise and everybody's like trying to focus on their breath and, you know, oh, and they're meditating because I want to feel calm, I want to feel peace, I want to feel this or that. You know, you might say, yeah, of course. Why else would you meditate? But meditation is simply being completely present with what is and keep and it's allowing yourself to be okay with the darkness, I, I think. Because actually there's no lighter work than being with the dark. Because in the darkness we're alone. In the darkness we see, we feel our unconscious impulses. In the darkness, we're real with ourselves. In the darkness, we get to know ourselves. We stop externalizing all of our experiences by trying to get something or fix something. So there's like two parts of this and I'm over here and I'm kind of realizing that somewhere, I've had a glimpse, right? I'm like, oh, okay. I know what it's like to feel joyful and pleasure. I just had really good sex and that was moving through me and I want more of that. So I attach to the pleasure of that and then that creates suffering. 
because the fact that I want it so much and need it so much means that the universe is going to not give me that man or that sex so that I can find that fulfillment within myself. Or I'm feeling pain, I'm feeling like my children aren't being well looked after and that hurts and I'm worried and I'm contracted. And then it's like, how do I fix this? I should talk to my ex-husband about this, this and this. I need to talk to my children about that, that and that because I don't want to feel this pain. And it's like fluctuating between, oh, I had this really beautiful food and it was so yummy and now that it's gone, now what can I fill up with? And maybe a drink and maybe relating and maybe this and maybe that and there's all these external pleasures and then I go to bed and it's like, oh, but why can't I sleep and why is my mind going and what was that breath practice and ah oh, because I really want to just feel pleasure and I really just want to stay in the joy and then it's like over here and now I'm feeling pain again and why do I keep feeling pain and where like what am I supposed to do and why do I keep fucking this up and da -da -da, we're, we're just fluctuating between resisting pain and chasing pleasure and then one day we're just like fuck man there's something other than this juxtaposition. There's something other than this resistance and attachment which create this suffering, this fucking soul-wrenching, heartbreaking experience of life because actually my original abandonment from God is coming up because I've forgotten that I'm an eternal spirit and how do I remember? And then maybe when we're ready to remember, we see that in the ocean of life where there's all these waves that reach a peak and it's like, whoo, and then waves that crash and there's like, in all of that, there's beauty. There's beauty and joy in this body. This body is fucking joyful no matter what you're feeling. I know the body. I may not know much about the anatomy side of things and like all the sciencey stuff, but I know the body. And this body, when we just allow the ocean of experience to move through us, is joyful, is that joyful state an exclusion of pain? Absolutely not. Sometimes I get excited when I feel pain. I'm like, oh, what's this trying to tell me? This is telling me something. Just the same way if I'm feeling pleasure, I'm like, oh, okay, what's that telling me? Either that I'm getting lost in desire again check that out. Or maybe there's something here and I need to follow my bliss and this is part of my destiny, right? It's like our pain and our pleasure, they're like, that's God talking to us. And I'm going to use terms this week. If you've got associations with God that pertain to the church or to a biblical understanding of God, that's not what I'm referring to. And I used to change the word God to spirit and to the universe to say to people who have issues with God, and I'm just going to say, like, replace it yourself and get over it. When I talk about God, I talk about the force that is irrefutably the most beautiful thing that one can experience in this human incarnation that we've all felt. So here's the ocean. And on the other side of that ocean, you've seen either in a teacher or in a moment, this world that's like, wow, there's ease, there's power, there's passion, there's compassion, there's togetherness, there's unity, things are working. 
right? There's comfort, there's support, there's life. Life is on the other side, right? We're not doing life on this side of the ocean. We're doing what we've been conditioned to do, which is to disconnect from our emotional body. Because if we don't disconnect from our emotional body when we're learning at school, who here did not go to school? Okay, just making sure. <laughs> when we're at school, is there an opportunity between the hours of 8.30 to 3 to feel our authentic emotional body sufficiently to trust it? Is anyone a yes to that? Right. So someone is standing up the front and giving us information that we're processing in the mind, that our minds are actually too young to process a lot of the time. And my background is seven years at uni. I did a law degree and honours in philosophy. So I've done the academic thing. And I also did a two year Steiner teacher training, which is an alternative way of teaching children where what's actually honoured is that there are phases of life in a child where they are in their will and they need to be able to be in their will and find freedom through the will. In the first seven years from seven to 14 is when they enter the feeling realm and that's what really needs to be cultivated and matured. And then from 14 to 21 is the thinking realm. So this whole feeling realm and a lot of the will just gets bypassed. So this week as I go through each chakra, with you, actually, my intention is to give you the freedom in your body to experience what was natural for you to experience as children, which is an exploration of your sexuality, an exploration of your feelings and what it's like to allow your feelings. It's like children are the best model of what's on the other side of the ocean. And I'm going to put more description into this, but bear with me because it's just kind of coming out. So, you know, it's like, what does a child do if they're sad? They cry. What do they do if they're angry? They throw a tantrum, you know? What do they do if they see something? They're like, oh, wow. What do they do if they're feeling like a cuddle? They fucking go in for a cuddle, right? There's none of this like, ooh, do I cuddle or I might be rejected? Oh, I'm feeling sad. Why am I feeling sad? Why is this happening? Head fuck. You are head fucked at school and then you head fuck yourself. So I'm going to unfuck you. Right? So here's, here's the ocean. Now, to brave the ocean, you need a boat. And all I'm doing this week is giving you a boat, nothing else. Right? I'm saying here, here's a boat. <laughs> that ocean, like, looks pretty crazy, you know? And who knows? It might rain, it might storm, there might be thunder. Or it might just be really still and then you're stuck in the middle of it. You know, who knows what's going to happen on the ocean. But here, take this boat and have the courage to feel the flame in your heart burning with so much remembering and passion and knowing that there is more to life than this, that you dare to hope and see what it is that you actually want over here, that you get to from the minute you wake up to the minute you fall asleep, not do or say anything that's not completely in alignment with what you're really feeling, with what your spirit is bursting with. Because this is aliveness, right? You're horny, you move your body. You feel like touching yourself, you touch yourself, you're exploding with laughter, fucking laugh, 
right? You're sad, cry, you want to cuddle, go for a cuddle. And there's this tribe that's forming, that's like living, we're alive, that's it. That's living tantra, you're alive. There's no science to it. So the practices you're doing this week, I'm going to be taking you, I'm going to give you this boat and the boat is going to be the practices that I'm guiding. And you're going to be on the ocean and it's like, whoa, I'm feeling this and I'm feeling this. And, you know, now I'm just like, got to be still and stay with it. Stay in the boat. If you want to get the most out of this week, just stay in the boat. (laughs) You're going to want to go back to the shore or you're going to want to dive into the ocean, right? Because when you're in the boat, it's like you are remembering your innocence, And you know that actually you are innocent. And you know that there is this childlike essence that is your essential nature, that is your birthright, where you feel safe, where you know that sexuality is beautiful and you're curious about it and there's no goal to it. Have you ever seen children explore sexuality? They're not like tossing each other off like this to ejaculate or like putting a lot of pressure on genitals. They're exploring the skin, the touch, it's like, what are these breasts? What's this cock? What's this pussy? What's this belly? What's this body? There's an exploration. So you're, I'm not saying you're going to get naked and touch each other's pussies and cocks. There's a few scared faces out there. <laughs> I'm just saying there's going to be an opportunity to explore the wonder of this temple, of these bodies and how sacred they are. You know, we all have so much shame around wanting intimacy, around wanting touch. And to me, it's shocking that this world doesn't, we can't just like touch each other. We can't just be okay with the fact that we're sexual beings. We were born from sexual energy. You're sex on legs, right? So be fucking sex on legs this week. Own it. Yes, you're a sexual being. And you're not just this being who is penetrated or penetrates to have this genital sneeze that lasts like, how long does it last? Like 20 seconds at most? You're this alive being who can meet someone and I use sex as a metaphor because I love it so much, so just go with me. And it's like the journey of true intimacy on all levels is who are you? What is this? What happens when our energies merge? And If I'm remembering God and you're remembering God and we're remembering God together, oh my gosh, literally. Why do you think people say, oh my God? There's no separation between sex and spirituality. Are you ready to have your boat? (laughs) So I'm, I'm like, I'm not one of those teachers who holds a field and when I can see that you're in resistance to a process or you're getting caught in your mind, I indulge that, or I indulge the story. So I've learned to give (laughs) pre-warnings on day one of my retreat. I don't care about your excuses. I don't care about where you've been. What I care about is what's alive in you right now. I'll fully support that. I'll fully support and help you move through the resistance in this moment that's showing up to any of the processes. But I'm also aware that in your unconscious, is a place that doesn't want to let the patterns that you've formed go that are designed to keep you safe. 
But that safety is not true safety. True safety is actually knowing that your comfort zone is here. The other side of the ocean is here. And in between that, the only way to move from here to here is to allow yourself to feel the pain that you've never allowed yourself to feel and to allow yourself to feel the pleasure that you've never allowed yourself to feel. And to sit in that so deeply and so authentically that the change is happening through your body because your nervous system is learning to relax with pleasure and pain and not resist or attach to any of it, yeah? Are you sufficiently inspired to get in your fucking boat, people? Thank you, okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Love, Sex and Freedom podcast. For more great free resources, in-person and online workshops and our retreats, find us on Instagram and Facebook at Elia Tantra School or visit elia.com.au. See you next time.